Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? Just want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today we have an amazing person that I've met along our journeys. We meet so many amazing people. And Naomi Beres, I have to tell you, we've connected uh, on a few of the uh, like Kami's uh, podcast hour, pod hours, and uh, we, we, we've, we, we've met through other uh, other connections, and she's actually brought me guests, which we'll go into during the episode. So how are you doing today, Naomi? I'm very well, thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the minor earthquake we had this week, but uh, oh, right, uh, right. You, you're, 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 she's in Cyprus, so she's based in Cyprus. Uh, so there's definitely. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that you're safe, and you know, uh, I, I guess the opportunity of being separated from the mainland is one of those benefits in this case, uh, because uh, it's been devastating, and we, we send our, our hearts out to all the people that are affected. I was watching this morning and it's the numbers over 11,000 and we know it's going to go higher, you know, as a world, you know, once you've experienced things like that. So, so tell us, how, how are you doing then? Yeah. Um, it, it was like uh, talking about the fact that it was pretty close to us, the close call. So it's always scary, but uh, yeah, we are fine and my family is okay and we are all fine. Okay. Well, that's always a, at the end of the day, that's really what, is the most important thing for us is that our families are fine. You know, I was just writing something with, to somebody. Uh, wealth is not necessarily about money and all the opportunities that we can use money. Because at the end of the day, you don't want your bank accounts standing next to you as, as you're going through a struggle. You know, you want somebody uh, to be right next side of you and stand by, stand in that foxhole. Uh, you know, when, when something goes wrong in, in the house, th- you know, even, even just thunder and lightning, what do you do? You, you look for your kids, you look for a partner uh, just to make sure that they're okay, that they're not outside in that uh, affecting that. That's so true. And um, I experienced a lot of loss in the past couple of years because I lost my dad to cancer. I lost my grandma to an accident. So it was a lot of loss. And actually, I just appreciated my family even more and my son, my mother, who is my rock in my life. So, yes, it's just very important. And it, it doesn't really matter what kind of business you do and what you do in life. But once your family has, you know, you have it by your side, that's just so, so very important. 100 uh, percent. You know, I, I realize that more and more, not only as you get older, uh, you, you, because I think as we're younger, we also start to believe like everybody's going to be there forever, right? You, you, you never know, but, uh, you know, you expect even grandma, grandpa to be there all, all, our, all our lives because they have been. Uh, it's that consistency. And, you know, when you don't have it, I have to tell you from my own personal experience, I mean, like last year, uh, my mom was on her transitioning her way out. My dad had already passed and I lost one of my best friends. Plus, I, I, I'm separated from my wife. So it's just all those resources. And to go through those yourself, it's a challenge. I, I did, and I knew what resources I needed. But it's always nice when you have somebody to lean on. Um, it, it, it's really powerful. And you're one of those people that others lean on as well. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, because we run our podcast agency and, you know, we work with amazing clients worldwide in the you know, US, yep. UK, Canada, and we help them to get on podcast shows and help and share their knowledge, you know, across the world and across broadcasts. So they rely on us and obviously we rely on them too. So it's a win-win situation for both of us. Yeah, no, and, and it's great, right? It's, it's all about knowing people, the connections, sharing that energy. And uh, so what are some of the things that, that bring you peace and love? Obviously, family we were just talking about, uh, you know, this is peace, love, and bring a bat. So we, we'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and, and what has brought you to this, this this place in life. Yeah, great questions. <laughs> Very complex. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, I have a master's degree in Danish um literature and history. I'm a linguist by trade. And I got my, you know, uh, university degree in Hungary. And back in, you know, in the early 2000 years in Hungary, I was freshly graduated and I tried to find a job. I was rejected by most of the companies as a linguist. So it wasn't, you know, <laughs> probably the best job I could find. And so I didn't have many possibilities. And I was an only child in my family. But my mom told me when I had an opportunity to go abroad and to go to Ireland to get a job and to earn money and to start my life, that you should start your life and you should go. And she really pushed me. And I was a bit devastated because why my mom does that? And I knew that was probably the best best decision she made. And she pushed me to, you know, to reach towards our goal and to get out of the country that didn't really offer me anything at that stage. And still not offering. <laughs> and um, so that's how we ended up first in Denmark, then in Ireland with my husband. And we, you know, we started our life there. It's completely, uh, we were <laughs> alone in the world. Uh, we did uh, just uh, not so much money in our luggage. And we just two suitcases. We just left the country and got a job in, in Ireland. And we started our life there. And I ended up in working in a call center in Ireland. And that was okay because as a freshly graduated person, you know, with many languages and there was there were other European, you know, freshly graduated people there and we had fun. But I always knew that I, you know, I want more. I um I had other plans and I always wanted to be my own boss. So that's when I made up my mind and told my husband after three years working in a call center, this like this is okay. These, you know, this money pays our bills and everything, but I just want to be my own boss. I don't want to work for anyone. And I'm a Scorpio. I'm an only child. I love being alone and I love working from home and working remotely. So yeah, let's start something. And that's how it all started for me. And it was a, in a big leap that we took in, in 2007. And that's when we started our own businesses, online businesses back in Ireland. That's awesome. Uh, you know, because it's that perseverance. It's, it's that knowing within. Uh, I talk about that in, in, in my book, uh, which is going to be the sponsor of our uh, of this episode. Uh, you know, when your heart when your heart says it's your time to soar. But there's a story about my friend Kevin about perseverance and you know walking up a, a mountain that he physically would never have thought of doing, but he wouldn't want to give up. So you didn't give up and. So how did you find that determination? It's not just being a single child. It's, it's you knew the passions that you you wanted to pursue and, and really what makes you happy, that most authentic self. Yeah, I just yeah knew it from the beginning. And because I had the support from my family, from my mom, and she helped me to 
to to get more self-confidence in life because you told me so honey if you don't believe in yourself who else is going to believe in you and that's how it all started and that's the push that i needed and it helped me to get towards my goals in life um yeah well, it sounds like your mom and has pushed you a lot of times, uh, you know, and it's worked out well. So I guess growing up, even growing up, did she always push you? Was she one of your biggest uh, supporters? Yeah, my mom and my dad. Yeah, both of them. Um, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So now that you've, you've, you've gone along this journey, this entrepreneur journey, how how hard is it? Uh, you know, we, we talk about facing things that are very difficult. Uh, and being an entrepreneur, you know, you're really out there on, on your own. But the, the determination and perseverance is really one of those things that bring us to that next level. I mean, you definitely need to be consistent and persistent during the way because there are times when you just feel you're lost. And uh, especially, I mean, you know, we had a, our online travel related business from 2007 until 2020 and everything was fine. And, you know, uh, I was doing content creation. I was more into social media and stuff, but then COVID hit and, uh, you know, the travel industry collapsed. So we had to figure out to pay the bills, to live our life and, uh, you know, everything. So that's when podcast connections actually started. One of my husband's mentor uh, told him, it's like, you know, podcasting is the future. It's, it's you know, it's like almost 3 million podcasts in the world. Yes. And so he was way more into the podcasting business than us. And he told us, do something in podcasting. And, you know, that was the idea that's like we needed. And that's when we started our podcast agency. But it was uh, like a decision from one day to another when everybody told us that, you know, the we're gonna going to be closed down for two days or two weeks or whatever, and everything is going to be fine after. Yeah. And, uh, and and it's still not. But um, yeah, and it was a big leap we took again. Uh, but it definitely was worth because I think I found myself uh, by changing my job and by connecting with people more and not working only in the background like I did with content creation and social media. So I. To be honest, it was. I think it was was for the good because I I feel much better because I connect with people worldwide. I can talk and I can express myself, and I'm I'm kind of a creative person anyway. I'm an artist as well, so for me, it's it's important to to connect with the world and connect people with each other as well. Well, that's the, the important part. Is it sounds like a you know you took a, a bunch of negatives you know coming out of the ashes. I, I use the phoenix metaphor a lot, and coming out of the ashes to be your most authentic self. I mean, that's really uh, what I, and I'm keep embracing that for myself. Uh, you know, that I, look, I started my podcast two years ago. So uh, we're, we're running on uh, 115 episodes plus and we, we keep going, but it was, the beginning was, was scary as we all at that beginning, that first few moments, I guess for yourself also when, when the world shut down and you had a pivot it's scary, like oh my god! But then now it, you've built that authenticity. You actually went from moving from behind the scenes to now being in the front of the scenes. How does that feel for you? I love it. I love it, and I'm I'm kind of like in the between, you know, introvert and extrovert. So I'm I wouldn't say that like either of them, 
but I still love it because it just, it's just it's amazing that I can talk to so many people and I can connect and they rely on me, as you said before. So I really enjoy it. And maybe my husband, like who is the founder of our company, is less enjoying that part. So I think that's why it's it's a good combination that we do that. He loves to be behind the scenes and I love to be in the front, on the front, the front. So, yeah. Well, that works what, well. Yeah, no, and and that's the thing is you have to find a balance, and, and and it sounds like communication is really important to you, not only in the content creator of of course, is when you do that you need to understand the, the issue, but also working with your husband, uh, you know how how to find the strengths and 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 you know the the areas that you support each other differently. Absolutely, yeah. It, and I'm not saying it's always easy because it's not when you work from home and when you have a, a child, a son who goes to school and you work from home like 24 seven and you are basically closed in like one space with the whole family almost all the time. I, I'm not saying it's, it's an easy piece uh, journey, but it, it definitely has its advantages as well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we used to it by now. It's like we're working from home for almost like 16 years so it's it that's fine. I mean, it's working out well. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad. Now, so the podcasting journey, the, the entrepreneur journey, what would you say to somebody who's just starting out? The most important thing is just don't give up. Just keep going. Because as, as we talked about, the beginning can be scary and, and you won't get a paycheck like every month and maybe you won't get a paycheck for for a year so you know you just have to keep going be persistent and consistent in what you do whatever you do and then you know uh, after a while it will definitely uh you reach your reach your goal if you do it wisely um that's just so important for me it's consistency and persistency for sure yeah no I, I, and that's what it is I, that's what i always talk about is consistency whatever you're doing keep doing it learning so what, how do you uh, learn? How, how what, What's making you continue to grow, not only business-wise, but uh, as, a, as a human being? Actually, I because of my, my clients and because of the, the host and the podcast host and all the people we know worldwide now, uh, I have like coach friends and, you know, they... They help me to to get by when, when the world is crazy around us. And I have a lovely lady from the U.S. and he is into like brain coaching. And I love her sessions like, you know, biweekly. And that's amazing. And I have other friends in a different like uh, female network that I joined. And we support each other. It's kind of a sisterhood. And I learn a lot from them uh, through networking and through like their, you know, virtual universities. So I, I was always the person that I love learning and I like I love learning languages uh when but since I was a kid so this learning procedure is always you know is in in <laughs> inside me and that's the same with business if I can if I can improve myself and you know I get into a better stage in my business because I can improve myself I love it and uh I decided that 2023 is going to be more about self-care and uh, as I believe in the law of attraction, I try to practice that more and try to meditate more and try to just concentrate on myself because last last two years was pretty busy and hectic for us. But right now, we just need to preserve ourselves for the future and for, for our family too. So you need to concentrate on those things as well. Yeah, so how do you find that balance? And, 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 and I'll ask you two questions at once so that you can answer them as, as you want. So one, how do you find that balance? Because obviously running a worldwide business, you're working across many different time zones. 
And the other question is, well, what do you do to take care of yourself? You know, what are the items, you know, it can't be all work and there has to be, you know, there has to be some play and balance. So if you can kind of weave that in, that would be awesome. Sure. I mean, it's definitely not easy. And especially when you're in Europe and your clients are mostly in the U.S. So you just have to try to find and I'm I call the master organizer of our company. So I try to organize my day that, you know, I do my usual like business stuff in the morning. And when I have my interviews, I do that in the evening so I can, you know, when you wake up in the U.S. So I can, you know do that together but it's not easy to find a balance it's never easy but if it's it's a good if you are a good organizer and you schedule your day wisely you you can do that and the other stuff you mentioned is how can you relax and how can you find that balance i mean what we do i mean obviously we spend time together with our families but sometimes you just want to be alone after like a long day and that's the time when i make some art uh, i make my collages on canvas, hands-on collages on canvas. I'm I'm a bookworm. I love, you know, listening to books. I love reading books. And I have a hang, a hand pen. It's a huge uh, instrument and I love playing on it when I have time. So that's that's what relaxes me or a nice walk on the beach, you know, by the Mediterranean Sea. That helps, you know, relax your soul and body and <laughs> everything. Well, I, I think that's great. And that, and that was really where I was going with I want to make sure that everybody understands that there's more than just one one thing. And each day you might feel differently. You might need to hear music. You might need to play music. Uh, you know, and by doing those things, that's really where the power comes from. And, you know, finding that balance, but making sure. So every day, do you always find that balance? No. I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, right. But, you know, I try my best. <laughs> I, you know, I have the days and I like like four days a week. I do in Tai Chi in the morning. But then you have those days when you're just like, okay, it's not about today. Obviously, you don't have to push yourself just to, you know, thrive for perfection when you want to relax. And when I have just, you know, time for meditation for five minutes, I do only five minutes. I have 10 minutes. I do 20 minutes. But it's uh, it's 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 again it's it's the consistency and the persist in the persistency as well when it comes to you know self care and finding the balance that you just have to keep doing that and you don't it don't, doesn't have to be hundred percent perfect as long as you feel good and relaxed and you can just get on with the world and your job and clients. Yeah, no, and we all understand that uh, there is no perfection. Perfection is kind of an illusion. But I, I also love the fact that you said five minutes or 15 minutes or, or longer. That's what it is. That's the consistency. We, we sometimes beat ourselves up. Uh, I only worked out for five minutes. That's not going to do anything, but it does. It trains our brain that it tells us that we are important. I, I just put out something where I said, I am selfish uh, almost every day where, and I don't call it selfish. I, I call it actually love for myself. I make sure that I spend some time to take care of myself at each day. And once I do that, that becomes something uh, really more powerful for anything else. Absolutely. You, you just need that. Otherwise, you just burn out. And, you know, there's no use of that for your family, for yourself, for, for no one. And we, we need to, uh, yeah, focus on that. Maybe I think in Europe, we are a bit more relaxed than your <laughs> people in, in the U.S. when it comes to that. So we have the weekends for ourselves. And I told my clients as well, it's like, 
you know, I love you and I love working with you. But as you know, it's Saturday, Sunday, I don't care. <laughs> that's that's our day. So, uh, you know, and everything can wait until Monday. That's, you know, the world's not going to stop uh, without us. So, yeah, it's important just to relax. Well, well, that's what that bring a bat means uh, is those boundaries, those, those, those things that you need to say no, those are my non-negotiables. Uh, and, and if working on the weekend for you, you know, because, you know, in the in the industry that we're in and the things that we do, we're not doctors. This isn't a life or death situation. Uh, if a client misses uh, a schedule, then somebody has to just deal with it. You, you know, you, you, I know your clients don't. And your clients are, you know, really responsive. But, you know, as a host, look, I've had that happen where somebody goes, oh, I forgot about it. I'm like, we send out emails regularly. <laughs> I don't know. But that's okay. Uh, you know, and, and we keep fine-tuning it. How do you fine-tune some of your business and, and, and things like that going forward? It's, uh, it's not an easy job. Um, you just have to be really uh, focused on whatever you do. And I'm kind of a person who is like, can you know, focus on things like 100% when I do my job. And I think that helps me a lot. And uh, when I when I make up my mind, okay, there's no social media, nothing can disturb me. I had a friend once, and when I became an entrepreneur, she told me, and she was still working for you know a corporation, and she told me it's like, oh my god, if I were you, I would just stay at home when I'm an entrepreneur and just sitting at home reading and you know enjoying myself. It's like, and I asked her, it's like, okay, but who's gonna pay those bills? And, <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> and that's that's not an entrepreneur's life, or you're not gonna be an entrepreneur for long if you do that. So yeah, it's just just the focus, and I give my hundred percent when I do my job. Maybe sometimes a bit, you know, hundred and twenty, but that's how I try to, you know, uh, to live my life and to help my clients as well. Uh, it's not easy, not all the time, and sometimes you just freak out about things. But who True. who doesn't? Yeah, no, exactly, and that I think we that's where we have to give ourselves permission to succeed and, and to fail. Uh, you know, it, it, failure doesn't mean that. Uh, it's forever. Uh, that's the thing we have to re- remind ourselves is that failure is not forever. Uh, it's until you learn better than do better. Or if you didn't succeed, and I like to use that word better than failure because failure has that negative. But it's, if, if we didn't succeed the way we want to, that's an opportunity to figure out what didn't go right. Uh, and as somebody who balances between corporate America and entrepreneurship, I understand it. Look, I love when I don't have to commute or I don't, but then that's also, it's a slippery slope because, hey, if I just want to relax, I'm not doing what, what needs to get done. And I have to give myself that permission to to do that, to, to give myself that. And it sounds like you give yourself permission uh, definitely on the weekends. Are, are there other opportunities? Because I know you're pretty, we've had email exchanges very early in the morning in the U.S., uh, and as well as late, late in the late in the night, which means early in the morning uh, in, in Cyprus. Uh, so, how do you balance like when you start and when you finish? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm early bird catches the worm, so I, I'm up. And when you have a son, you know, you have to make lunch boxes and stuff. And yeah, you are a mom as well, so it's like you know this balancing the stuff between you know home mom to be a mom and doing like being an entrepreneur and running an agency so i'm up early in the morning and uh, when my brain is the best 
condition when I'm fresh and rested, which doesn't happen all the time. But I do that like when it's important stuff, I try to do everything early in the morning. And then afternoon is my networking time, my podcast interview time. Um, and yeah, because I can just uh, focus on these things. So I start try to split up my day. And when I finish, that's a good question, because when I have these network meet, networking meetings and stuff, sometimes it can be, you know, 7, 8 p.m. our time, local time. So, yeah, it, it's a bit tough. And I do have long days. Uh, you know, I don't lie about that. So I, we work a lot together with my husband. But it's, you know, still worth it. So I don't mind. And plus, you work from home. So, you know, like yesterday, I had a, like a networking event. Like I think it was Kemi's power hour yesterday and it was like when it finished it was eight okay i'm just running to have a shower and then just like to jump into bed afterwards but you are home you don't have to com- commute as you said so we can you know split up those days and just it's all about organization and i love that anyway so for me it's just splitting up the day and try to schedule it uh, in the best way i can no i think time management is the biggest key that people have to do and they have to hold themselves to it i think that's the the biggest challenge is if you say nine to 10, you're going to do whatever you're going to do, then, you know, even if you don't do it that whole hour, uh, I also believe in the, the Pareto optimization is where you work 25 minutes really hard and then you give yourself five minutes. So, you know, even if you commit yourself to the hour and let's say you work hard 35 out of that, you know, that, that hour, it's okay. You know, it, it's not always good to push your car uh put the gas metal, gas pedal all the way down. So you just got to find the balance and, and, and giving yourself permission. I think that's something that you just said is giving yourself permission to do what you can do and uh, not miss the, the podcast hour, which I've, I've missed a couple of times uh, lately because uh, just time-wise, uh, you know, and I've given myself permission. I, I would love to be there. It was a place where I've met some great people and, but you know, there's people, and, and that's the, the fear of missing out. So now that we're worldwide and with all the technology, how do you avoid the, that FOMO, that, that fear of missing out? Oh, that's a lovely, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, when we, we are in the generation, I'm 43, so I was born in 79. So we are that generation that actually used that was our age before the social media, before mobile phones. And then we got the mobile phones and the internet and everything. And and I felt as an adult in my 30s, late 20s, I said, oh, my God, this is pretty addictive. Like, And I felt and I used a lot. But then when COVID hit, I thought uh, if I'm going to watch the news and follow social media, probably I'm going crazy. So I had a chat with my husband. We sat down and we like, OK, let, let's just stop everything we do don't you know don't follow happenings on facebook or don't watch the news we don't we have a television but we only watch netflix or youtube videos or whatever (laughs) but we don't we don't follow the news at all and my mom told me one day it's like how can you live like this and it's it's but i told mom i mean this is this is so relaxing for me that i don't have to follow all this craziness that's going around us and if it's something important we will get we will know it anyway from someone or friends or family members or her because she's going to tell me anyway that I don't want anything uh, to know and I just uh, I think I reached that age that I don't really care what's going on in social media and in other people's lives and I'm not really interested I try to focus on what's best for me and for my family so um, I you know it, it just lost its um, 
um, I don't know. I've just lost its spark or, yeah, you know, well, that, but that gives you that push, you know. Uh, but otherwise, I just don't really focus on I use it for business uh, because it's a great tool. But for, for personal use, I don't really do that anymore. Sometimes you log on, but I, I'm not focused on it anymore at all. So we'll talk about your, your business, uh, about the po- podcast hosting. How did you get involved in it? Because, right, uh, you know, to, to, as you gather, uh, I, I know you're obviously a guest here, uh, and I'm very appreciative of that. But you, you're, you're generally, uh, I guess, uh, an agent or, or, or somebody who helps bring on guests to podcasts. How did you even think about doing that? Uh, yeah, that was, you know, uh, as I, as I you know, said before, uh, the push that we got from my husband's mentor. So that's how we started. And it was like a like a completely different world, but uh, I think it's it's so great because thanks to my organization skills and language skills and you know com- communication skills that helps me a lot, uh, you know, to to talk to my clients and you know most of most of the work what we do is a lot of research, a lot of connection with people, a lot of networking, um, and that suits perfectly us uh, and the way we do business. So yeah. Uh, that's how we started and it's it's some people doesn't even know why it's like do you need an agent to be on podcast like well you don't necessarily but if you want to save you know save time money for yourself probably it's a good, good idea to do that because that's what we do we save that time we save that energy that you waste on like looking for podcasts and right, uh, you, right. You. as you said earlier you know uh, even before the pandemic uh, there was three million podcast and the number definitely has gone up i mean i was one of those who started during the po- the, the pandemic and while other people have dropped off as well the, the number is still way higher i mean it's it's a lot of places to to go out there and what would you suggest for somebody who's just starting now either having a podcast or, or even like myself who's been there two years uh, when we're looking for guests how would we find people like you yeah i mean um Mostly we do the other side around because we find the podcast for you, not the not the guest. So from our perspective, it's um, when you want to look for podcast, obviously you have to do your research. And I think it's just so important to listen to that podcast. So sure. don't just you know, don't approach the host with like general emails and you don't even know what the podcast is about. You're just sending out emails like one after each other. Just, you know, do your homework and listen to like, you know, one, two, three episodes if you have time to get get the feel of the show. And even I know your show and, you know, my, my you know, guests were on your show. I still, this morning, I, you know, woke up, okay, I'm just going to listen to <laughs> Dave's interview and I loved it. And so, so do your homework because that's really important. And, you know, try to reach out to the host because we all the hosts, the podcast hosts are human as well. So if you get in touch with them on LinkedIn, do that. Um, uh, and personalize your emails. Try to be unique and um, tell them what you liked about their episodes and what was good about their interview. Because it's, it's definitely, you know, it's a great feedback for the host as well that they're doing an awesome job. Plus, you you seem like a guest who is prepared to do an interview with the host, and that's appealing for the host as well. And you're not just like I heard about like all these horror stories that you know, like yoga teachers sending out emails to to like an e-commerce uh, show because we do work with e-commerce clients and e-commerce hosts as well. It's like 
Why did you yeah. send me that email? I, you know, I have right. nothing to do with I, I'm not, I've, I've yoga. Had, I've had it on both sides where people are like, oh, I'd love to be on your show, or I meet people, I'd love to be on your show. I go, okay, then we need to talk about, you know, are you willing to share a little bit about your personal life? No. I only want to talk about my business. Well, I go, that's not really what my podcast is about. I, I, and, you know, you know, and I have plenty of coaches on there. So I, and that's what I say, much like the conversation with you uh, that we've had. I was like, I will definitely be more than happy to talk about your business because I think there's a lot of value in that. And there's people who want to do what, what podcast to be a have their own podcast and having our story is so important, but it's also, you have to know, I, I, that's why I really appreciate when the guests that you've, you've sent me and they really do fit. And, and you know, the, the stories uh, are, are amazing. And that's really what this podcast is about. It's about those inspirational stories. Exactly. Share your story, share your, your life, the business, how you started it. It's not, Podcast interviews, don't treat podcast interviews as an advertisement for your business because that's not going to work out. You you know, the listeners, your audience, they are not for the books and for the, the courses or the masterclasses. They are for to listen to someone's story and be inspired and learn something and get some knowledge from the from the interview that you, you are sharing. And it's not about a book that like I had this horror story again when authors get on podcast shows like I wrote a book and this is all about this and that it's like that's so cool but you know like many people does that do that and you just don't start and it don't treat it as, as a free advertisement because it's not just it's so important to know right. that, you, you want to add value to 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 the host also right you I, I mean I don't that's where I always try to always not try uh, I, I always add value wherever I go in, in terms of it's not about me. I will talk about myself and sometimes I do overshare. I do all those things, but it's also a point of adding value. That's why I, you know, the episodes that I have, I always try to, I always say uh, like I did to you, it's going to be about you. How do you want the episode to go? Uh, because it's not about me. It's, it might be my show, but not about that. How do you find hosts? So I, I so again, going diving into the, the white noise of podcasts and you, you do it all. You know, you, you have a lot of guests and you, you have a lot of clients who become guests, but then do you also bring on hosts to, to, into your network? Yes. Uh, I think, and what, what is important and very interesting that, that it, I we love working with hosts because you know what it's all about. So you don't start from scratch when you, for example, a host does, you know, podcast guesting. So it's, it's pretty cool. Because you know what is all this business about, and uh, we and now that the business is growing and you know people trust us with their knowledge, with our knowledge and experience, it's it's helps a lot of referrals and word of mouth. So you know people start to uh, listen to you and see you as a like expert uh, in that field. And it's it's a good feeling. So when they reach out to you and it's like, I love to working with you, and you know that's that's the best feeling ever. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Uh, you know, when you hear somebody it was like, oh, that was so, that was a lot of fun after you record an episode, or uh, again those magical times when somebody was like, I just listened to an episode, that was really good. Uh, you know, and, and I'm like, great. I, I I do try to curate what you know guests. I have a wide range of of likes, but uh, it, it's a it's really special. So how do you look for, for a guest? Because I, I'd like to, you know, let everybody also understand how they can come work with you. 
Um, obviously, that's what uh, the whole networking thing about. I mean, you know, when you network with people and when you join different networking groups, it's a great, great way to to get to know people, and they know how to who to turn to when they want to be guests on shows. So that that's I think that's a great opportunity. Like working with Cami in the past, and it's like this is like a huge thanks to her because I got together so many podcast hosts and and even clients many of them and guests so it's like i think uh, just to get to know people and get in touch with them and do a lot of networking but because obviously when you start your business you start your agency you start to do those you know cold calls and cold emails and everything and that can be scary at the beginning but then you get used to it before you build up your you know client base And after that, obviously, it's going to be much easier because thanks to networking and thanks to people, you know, and when you have like a couple of hundred, you know, podcasts in your network that you work with, it's amazing because once you have someone, it's like, you know, when I talk to you today and I listen to what you say and how you express yourself, it's like, oh, my God, David would be a great fit for this and that show. And it's your mind is always working. It's like... Who should I, you know, put them? How, how should I put them together? Who should I click with? What would be the what would be the best option for him? So it, it's it's funny because your brain starts to work in this way. Okay, I I need to connect them. Um, this is crazy. Well, that, that's the beauty of having a network, and it really is putting yourself out there. So I, for people who want to do it, that's why you should have a podcast. You know, people should have a podcast, it's, and and. Like you said, those authors who who just talk about their book. Oh, by the way, my book. No, <laughs> um, you know, no, you know, it, it really is that put yourself out there and, and find your safe space, find your safe sp- people, and really just keep going out there. Uh, I think that's great advice. Yeah, absolutely. That's my motto in life. Anyway, not only in business but in personal life. Just keep going and never give up. And you know. I had a show, I think last week, and who got back to me after a year. I was really persistent, I have to say. And the host was like, okay. So I like, I know you're sending me emails, but she had like personal stuff and sickness and everything in the family. But finally, we could organize an interview for my client. And, you know, I didn't give it up. And I wasn't like a plug or something that, that didn't leave her alone. But, you know, I try to find this balance. So I try to reach out to them. I know when you when, when to stop. But I know when, you know, I can reach out to him again. And you just don't never give it up. You just keep going. I think that's what it is. It's that consistency and never giving up. Uh, look, if they're not responding to an email, then that's fine. Uh, you know, you don't do it every day. Uh, you know, don't, don't overdo it. And uh, just keep going. Okay. So I know we've taken a lot of your time. And I didn't, uh, I don't know if you're prepared, but I always ask everybody, uh, can you give us an R word? And the reason why I always talk about an R word, we haven't done this in a while, is there's an R in your heart. So when you spell the word heart, but it's all about grounding. And that's what I really want to hear. I want to hear how you ground. And if it comes out with an R word, fine. If not, it's also okay. Because it's most important, uh, you know, I know we talked about our resources earlier, so which is an R word. So if you you kind of leave us with some seeds that might plant within our, our audience or, or people listening to us. Our word, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I think it's like relaxation or you're just um, release bad energies when, when it's time Perfect. to do that. Yeah, and that, that gives you, I think, grounding and my family, which I mentioned before that, but that's not an our word. <laughs> Well, they're really important in, in your in your life. So yes, 
So uh, true. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, right, no, right. That, that was that was excellent. I, we, I, I like to do that. I have a shirt uh, that, that uh, we we use. There's an R in your heart, and I'm able to switch the R word. So uh, this weekend, I'm speaking in an event that they wanted the R word to be real. Uh, you know, we have real talk and, and real things. So I, I sent all the people on the panel a, co- a, cup, a couple of shirts. So we're all going to have these pink shirts talking about love. Uh, so I, I'm excited about that. Um, so That's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> so I, I, as we wrap up, is there any final gems? I mean, you've given a lot of information, uh, a lot of great things. And, of course, we'll put your, your contact information in, in the show notes. Is there any information you'd like to – Part with us, parting words of wisdom. Words of wisdom for me is uh, what you have to stick to in business is self-discipline, uh, time management, be persistent, consistent, and you will succeed. And I, I truly believe in that. And I think that's just so important and have self-confidence because I've seen so many uh, amazing experts and clients of ours who were just just there's no self uh, confidence at all, and who are key, you know, keynote speakers, and they still don't believe in themselves. And it's like, come on, people! I mean, you know, you are great, you're good, and you should just, you know, put a, put yourself out there into the world and just be yourself and do your thing and don't afraid of and no um, nothing to afraid of. It, these are just interviews, so come on, do that. And but some people they still have these issues, and you know I help them through the way when when we work with them, and and I love that. And they change, and this is you know the amazing thing when you see when people change, and by like just doing podcast interviews, I love it. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the knowledge, uh, explaining to us a little bit about uh, how to get on podcasts, how to you know understand that, and and look for people like yourself who will, will help you. So if you're scared, find people like Naomi and, and really figure out how to how to do it. Uh, and she knows some people. You know, like we always, I joke about uh, the charity work I do, the goons for good, because I know some people. Uh, Naomi, Naomi, Naomi knows some people as well. So uh, thank you so much. So for everybody else, as always, we wish you peace and love. Thank you for joining us. I want you to make sure you have peace and love in your life as always. When you find those right boundaries, as we talked about earlier today, use those and hit your sweet spot and knock it out of the park. Thank you so much. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just a chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. 
I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste.